gentlemen welcome back to the club bbc nwt podcast mr h is back in the building y'all we gotta talk we gotta talk some shit we gotta chop it up real quick about this topic that you have seen obviously um starting off with the podcast like i told y'all man i'm trying to change it up a little bit that song y'all just heard it's called ride it's by drip smoke um buddy he uh dm page and um i put told him i put it out there for him so you know anytime y'all got some shit that y'all do whether it's music Singing, whatever, you know, send it to me, I got you, put you on to, I put uh, put my listeners on to it, let them make the decision, whether they want to fuck with you or not, but at least I did, at least I put it out there for y'all, because, you know, I want to be successful with this podcast, I want y'all to be successful in what y'all want to do too, all right, with that being said, y'all, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, so, Gail King, now, I'm gonna be honest with y'all, when it comes to the entertainment business and these celebrities, I don't know half these people are. I don't know who the hell half these people are. I never heard of Gail King until this whole interview thing uh, with Lisa Leslie came out, right? So, obviously, y'all looking at me like, how do you not know who Gail King is? Like, I, like again, it's, <laughs> I don't follow up celebrities like that, bro. Like, if I do, I'll see it on social media. I'll hear it through word of mouth. I don't really know. But I got on the um, I got on social media on my Instagram page, and I kept seeing like all these people, you know, giving him giving her so much backlash over her interview. I'm like, well, what the fuck did she say? So I look I look at the interview, it's like a seven minute interview and all, and um, you know, I gotta agree with what kind of what everybody's saying. Like she had no business answering that question. That case was dismissed. So that much I agree with, but what I don't agree with is a lot of people calling out of a name and now apparently she was receiving death threats now, bro. You know, um, black people, we, we need to stop this shit. Um, just listen at a clip. Um, just listen at some of the things that was said about her. Um, here we go. Well, here we go. Hold on a second. Here we go. ...of CBS this morning, Gail was in the middle of interviewing Lisa when she totally blindsided her by asking her to comment on his sexual assault allegations from back in like 2003. However, Lisa beautifully responded to the rapid-fire questions by discuss. 
I have other NBA friends that are like the damned Gail for her quest at Gail again go interview Harvey Weinstein. She responded with this. Hey Barry your tweet was sent to me first not ashamed it's a fair question second I wanted to make sure people saw Lisa's answer she said what many are thinking I'm glad you waited. It's okay. new. Out of pocket for that shit. Way out of pocket. What do you gain from that? I swear to God, we the worst. We the fucking worst. We expect more from you, Gail. Don't you hang out with Oprah? Why y'all attacking us? We your people. You ain't coming after fucking Harvey Weinstein asking them dumbass questions. I get sick of y'all. I want to call you one. Is it okay if I call him one? Funky dog head bitch. How dare you try to tarnish my motherfucking homeboy's reputation, punk motherfucker. Respect the family and back off, bitch, before we come get you. His legacy is complicated because of sexual okay. assault charges. It's not complicated. You just said it was dismissed. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? No. It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy. I've never been like, you know, please go get that girl or tell her or send her this. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Kobe's he, he was never like that. I just never see have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. Then how would you right. see it, Gail? How the fuck would you see it, bitch? Yeah, I just, it's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. And I'm not. Boosie. Gail King, why the fuck would you ask some shit like that? I don't give a fuck who friend it is. I don't give a fuck she can Obama. Uh oh. Why the fuck would you do something like that? Why would you do that to your people? You know what people going through, right? Why would you ask a fucking question like that? Trying to turn in somebody's image. You do that to your own black people. You say it. I'm finna fire your ass up. You say it, bro. People talk, black people need to stop fucking trying to hurt black people for success. That's all the reason you ask that fucking shit for to get your fucking numbers up. Give a fuck who you can to. Fucking Gail King. Goofy ass, nasty ass, disrespectful motherfucker asking uh, the great classy I don't know who this dude is. Lisa Leslie. I recognize him though. About accusations about the late great Kobe Bryant. Wait, 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 Lisa Leslie should have said to you, what about the accusations that you and Oprah been freaking off for the last 35 years and Stedman is a beard for that. What about those actors? Let, let's talk about those accusations, Gail. Let's talk about those. Why do you even have a job? The only reason we have a fucking job is because of Oprah Winfrey. But what about the accusations that you guys, you and Oprah, have been freaking off for 35 years? And then... I've been up reading the comments and here's about Gail's response the interview I did with Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant. And... I know that if I had only seen the clip that you saw, I'd be extremely angry with me too. I am mortified, I'm embarrassed, and I am very angry. Uh, unbeknownst to me, my network put up a clip.
from a very wide-ranging interview, um, totally taken out of context, and when you see it that way, it's very jarring. It's jarring to me. I didn't even know anything about it. I started getting calls. What the hell are you doing? Why did you say this? What is happening? I did not know what people are talking about. So I've been told, or I've been advised, to say nothing. Just let it go. People will drag you. People will troll you. It'll be over in a couple of days. But that's not good enough for me. Because I really want people to understand what happened here and, and how I'm feeling about it. I reached out to Lisa because I know that she's a longtime friend of Kobe's to talk about his legacy and their friendship. We had a really wide-ranging interview. Talked about many things. His career, his passion, that court case yet last night interview is very upsetting to me, and that's something I'm going to have to deal with with them. All right. So y'all get the point. Now, probably out of those celebrities, I Boosie's the only one I really agree with. Um, I don't think he called her out of her name, for one. Um, but I get it. I get why everybody's angry. I get why a lot of black people are angry, man. I get y'all. I really do. But this ain't the way to go about it. Now, did she, like I said, did she have any business asking that question? Nah. Hell no. Let's get, let's get that right. Nah. I had to check one of my friends um, around the time Kobe passed away. Um... When they were when they brought up um, his whole case and everything, I'm like that shit has been dismissed. Like this ain't the time for that right now. Like, you know, we we as we as human beings got a very bad habit of trying to ruin something that's in like at the worst at the worst moment, you know. And you know it's it's frustrating. Um, it's also it's also selfish as fuck too, man. Um, but you know, it's this black people. We gotta do better. We definitely gotta do better as a people because. For us to call her out her name like that, and you, and obviously she acknowledged the fact that, you know, seeing it from everybody else's perspective, saw and seeing the clip that CBS put out, and obviously everyone reacted. But here's the thing that we as a people need to try to do better at. Instead of listening to react, we need to listen to understand. So, yeah, I saw the clip, and I'm like, huh, why would she ask that question? And I tried to find the interview. And I found the interview. So like a little, it's like five minutes long. I'm pretty sure the interview was longer than that. You can't put the entire interview on TV, obviously. But that interview was great to me, you know? Now, like I said, the question should not have been asked. But at the same time, I get where Gail's coming from. And I'm not on Gail's side as far as the question. But I am on Gail's side in regards to defending herself and... Now she's getting death threats, obviously from probably mostly black people. I'm, I don't, I don't want to. I fuck it. I already said it. it's probably from black people because black America is already pissed off at her. They didn't, they didn't, we didn't throw her off to the side to throw her off the bus and everything. Probably didn't revoke the black card and all that shit, you know. But we need to listen to understand, man. But calling someone out of their name is not going to make this shit any better. Threatening her life just because she wanted to get her numbers or whatever her intentions were to ask that question. Ain't gonna change. It's not gonna change the fact that that shit happened. Plus, this is some shit that's completely out of your control. So why are y'all getting so fired up about it? We got other issues to deal with. I mean, yeah, I get it. 
You say, why the fuck y'all ain't question Harvey Weinstein? I mean, hell, I didn't even know who Harvey Weinstein was until I watched Dave Chappelle. And I heard everything he did. Yeah, he raped people and shit like that. He was convicted and all. Again, out of my control, out of y'all control, I get it. Why didn't she do the same treatment? I get that. But, you know, I listened to another interview as well, to another perspective. And it made... It really, really clarified um, basically what we need or how we need to view this. So I'm about to play that clip um, really quick. It's like four minutes long. Y'all know my podcast is always like an hour, so y'all got time if y'all listening to this. All right, here we go. Gotta find that shit. Huh. All right, here we go. But I do think that we're trying to make a very uncomfortable conversation complicated. And I think we're doing that because clearly there is a lot of emotion and a lot of hurt involved. In order to really have a conversation about why this has been such a big story, if we have to talk about what was happening in 2003 when Kobe was first accused of rape. There were two different Americas. We had white households whose parents were telling their white daughters to beware of Kobe's in the wake of OJ Simpson. We had black households who were telling their kids about the story of Emmett Till, the 14-year-old black boy who was killed in Mississippi for allegedly whistling at a white woman in 1955, and we later learned that that wasn't the truth. So when we have these two very different conversations happening, we see this Kobe Bryant situation very differently. We have some people who see a black man who got away with raping a white woman. Some of us see a black man who was accused of raping a white woman and did something that was historically daunting. He not only got past these allegations and moved on with his life, but he went on to be great and inspire a lot of people. Some people will see his apology as an omission of guilt. Some of us see his apology as fighting for his life. And we think about Emmett Till and how many times he apologized for something he didn't do in order to fight for his life. So when we're having these conversations in mainstream media, especially as a black woman in media, We have to be so careful because this narrative has already been out there in a way that mainstream media was never about because there was zero representation in 2003 to even have a thought of what the Kobe side could have been. And now we're here and we're having these conversations and we can't have these conversations with even a hint of not having a historical context in them because it is just that painful. And that's the reason why no one wants to hear from any black woman black man and mainstream media that isn't speaking love and peace and honor on Kobe Bryant's name less than two weeks after his death and that's the reason why there's so much backlash and until we have that conversation we're not having a conversation at all because we have to decide if we want to have a comfortable conversation or a complex complica- conversation and the story is just uncomfortable it is not complex wow I just want to say before we Shout out Charlamagne to God for posting that, by the way. Um, but, and she's right, man. Like, again, it just goes back to the whole thing of listening to understand instead of listening to react, and you're reacting out of emotion. Um, you know, a lot of us are still shooken up by Kobe's passing, man. Um, and if you want my opinion on the whole thing, I don't think Kobe done it. And I don't think he done it for the simple, because of the simple fact of how he treats his daughters. Like, 
I, I just don't see it. I don't see it. I, I don't see it, and I can't see it, and I, there's nothing that you can tell me that can convince me otherwise. But again, like he was able to move past that shit and like be able to go on and like inspire people. This man won an Oscar. <laughs> this man won an Oscar, bro. Athletes don't fucking do that. <laughs> Athletes don't fucking do that. If you listen to uh, Matt Barnes' podcast, All the Smoke, he interviewed Kobe Bryant like pretty much a month before he passed away, I believe. And he talks about that. Kobe talks about how athletes are kind of put in this, uh, I can't remember how he worded it, but basically athletes are kind of put in this bubble of like after they retire, what do they do? They probably just go, they either open a business or they uh, spend their money, do whatever. But you know, we don't you don't really hear athletes like going into acting and um or writing or writing books or stuff like that. I mean, you got some athletes that are like that. Iguodala wrote uh, Andre Iguodala wrote a book. Shout out to him coming to Miami Heat, by the way. So um, but you know, it's it's more it's it angers me more just seeing like our our people just ugh, like the comments was just bad, man. Like, ugh, like y'all gotta listen. Like, listen, man. Like, obviously, everything was taken out of context. And also, black people, you need to realize CBS did that shit on purpose. Y'all realize that, right? Media will do anything to turn us against each other. Rather, it's black on black, white on white, white and black. Media, mainstream media, will do anything to get some kind of negativity out, to get their numbers up, but to also stimulate the minds of others, usually in a negative way, starts a fucking war. Um, It's some bad shit. It's some bad shit. CBS literally did that on purpose to make her look bad and make black America turn on Gail. Now she has to travel with security now, all because of CBS posted that fucking, uh, posted... Uh, the interview in the way that they did not because of that she has to have security with her at all times because now she's receiving death threats that's the shit I'm talking about that's the shit that angers me that's the shit that blows my fucking like just blows my fucking mind bro I, I, I never understood that at all so I can't get into the media this is why I can't get into fucking politics because I, I like you know it's like we all it's like fucking media these some of these politicians or uh, celebrities, whoever, it's like, y'all have no fucking morals, I'm not saying I'm perfect now, because I'm not, ain't nowhere near perfect, none of us are, but what the fuck does it have to take for us to, like, learn to just forgive, man, and just accept the fact that she made a fucking mistake, she made a mistake, So forgive her for it. Gail, I forgive you. Should you ask that question? No. Take it as a learning experience and hopefully you'll be able to bounce back and move on and, you know, just and make something out of this. Uh, makes like, you know, come back. Just come back even stronger. To the people out there that are just so pissed off at her, man, please just just forgive her. Give her the benefit of the doubt that she made a mistake. And move on about your life. Move on. Because right now, you also need to realize 
I understand y'all are coming to the rescue of Kobe Bryant. You're coming to the rescue of his family. But at the same time, do you think Kobe would have wanted any of this? Seriously, now ask yourselves that. Do you think Kobe would have wanted any of this? Do you think Kobe would have wanted us to act the way we fucking acted right now? Being fucking jackasses, assholes. Come on, man. We gotta do better, black people. We gotta do better. Now, y'all know. Y'all know I hold I hold people accountable, man. White people, black people, Asian people. I don't give a fuck. Y'all to hold me accountable, too. So if I say anything out of pocket, I want y'all to let me know. But I'm just speaking my opinion on the whole thing. She made a mistake. She apologized for it. I think she apologized for it. Lisa, obviously, you know, probably was a little, you know, distraught on the inside. Like, why would she ask me that? But, you know, she she answered the question beautifully. (laughs) I thought the interview was great. But we got to do better, man. We got to do better morally, bro. We got to do better morally. That's not, that's not, black people, that's not, that's not like us, man. That's not like us. Now, there were some things that Snoop said that I agree with, that black people will attack other black people to try to build themselves up. It's basically being a competition or whatever. You're doing the same shit that, we do the same shit that these politicians do. You try to find dirt on them so you can use it against them to try to hurt their chances of getting elected to whatever office that they're trying to get to. And we do the same shit. And we ain't doing nothing but hurting our own damn selves in the process of doing that. By the way, shout out to Pete Buttigieg, by the way. Um, That's probably going to be the guy I'm voting for. Probably. Um, I'm not going to get into why. I care less the guy is gay. I already said this in the last podcast. I care less if the guy is gay. He ain't got no fucking dirt on him. Yeah, he's young. What is he like? What, 39? I don't know. Echo. Echo. How old is Mayor Pete Buttigieg? Sorry, I don't know that one. What the fuck you don't know? Echo. How old is Pete Buttigieg? Damn, he's 38. Echo. Stop. I don't even know all that. Anyways. (laughs) And I I don't know, man. Like, we just got to do better, black people. America, we need to do better as well. Um, Y'all already know, I did my whole, I did a whole episode about Kobe Bryant. Y'all know how I felt about the man, bro. You know, I told y'all, like, I, I hated the man growing up. I didn't hate him as a person. You know, just <laughs> I hated I hated what he was doing on the court. I hated it out of love because I loved watching the guy. Now, don't get me wrong, but I always like kept wishing, like, oh man, I hope, I hope he don't win. I hope he don't win, and all this, that, and the other. You know, I was a Heat fan. You know, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I loved when they made that commercial after he retired. It's like when everybody just hated Kobe. Pretty much everybody was like that. It's like how we feel about Tom Brady. We all hate Tom Brady, but you know, dude. Dude's a hell of an athlete. <laughs> Cheating ass. <laughs> but 
but oh man but rest in peace to him man but also but also y'all realize and understand that you know we still got these some of these families um we still got the families and the close close friends that are still in the grieving process of mourning kobe bryant and also the other seven victims um that lost their lives in that crash as well too and also uh, also including kobe's daughter but Seeing, obviously, them seeing that on television, because I'm pretty sure they're probably watching it. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, maybe just, well, hopefully, hopefully they're not, honestly, to kind of get away from, to kind of separate themselves away from it. Um, but, you know, out of respect, at least out of respect for them. Keep y'all comments to yourself, bro. Y'all ever had a teacher where the teacher always tell you, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, then don't say this. Fuck it. You ain't got nothing to say. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say shit. Don't say shit, motherfucker. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. You ever had a teacher that tell you that? It's usually like an old school black teacher that'll tell you some shit like that. I had an old school black teacher that told me that when I was in eighth grade. I'm not gonna say her name, but if y'all, for those of y'all in Sumter who went to Ebenezer Middle School, I think y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Um. And she's still teaching, by the way. Um, it's crazy. Um, um, shit. I'm trying to remember, man. I'm trying to think. I think that's all I got for today, yo. I just had to. I just had to do that episode. Um, there might be a part two to this um, when I have somebody else um, on the podcast. Um, past couple days or the past couple episodes yeah obviously i didn't really have um a lot of guests on here um i did have i did do an episode with um our anonymous guest that i did two episodes with one or two episodes with uh but there was a technicality issue and i had to delete the episode so um we'll be bringing her back pretty soon um some of the topics coming up later on um you know i'm going to be doing like a, a sin episode service industry um uh restaurants you know theme parks hotels you name it so um trying to get some people to do that again y'all if y'all have any kind of music or anything like that y'all can send it to me i'll gladly put it on the podcast um if y'all want to again um if y'all wanted to download that song that i played in the beginning um, it's called Ride by Drip Smoke. You can listen to it on Spotify. Um, I actually, I can't, I can't stream it on Spotify because I'm not subscribed to it. But you, but if you have an iPhone, use Apple. It's on, it's on, um, it's on Apple Music. So, um, you can listen to that. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Before I head out, uh, want to shout out, um, a black business. Y'all know I am pro-black but you know not like uber uber pro-black like how uh what's his name dr umar johnson but i fucks with dr umar johnson though but um but you know i definitely got to promote black business um you know white people i promote y'all business too man don't get me wrong hell the first product of the week that i posted on the fucking page was apologies barbecue y'all probably heard the ad in the past couple episodes that i did um the chef and his son um the chef is my mentor who um whose recipe it is so you know i promote white people too i don't want nobody to think oh he's only promoting black people because he's black i'm like hey look it's black history month all right i promote anything and anybody because i want everybody to succeed 
All right. That's all I want for people. That's all I want. But <laughs> we are going to promote black business today. So shout out to Tribe Body Love. Uh, well, Body Love LLC. Um, this uh, company is or this business company, whatever. It is based out in Charleston, South Carolina, I believe. Um, this is a former co-worker of mine. Uh, I'm not going to say her name because uh, I didn't even reach out to her as far as advertising for her, but I'm sure she will not be opposed to me advertising for her. Um, but she makes, she is known for her sugar scrubs. Um, her and her fiance, I think they're engaged now. I don't know. Uh, her and her fiance um, run the company um, as, you know, you know, their partners, obviously. Um, um, also, her fiance is in the United States military so obviously when you're buying into that you are supporting the United States military as well too um so shout out to him um thank you for your service bro um but if y'all want to go check out their website they do have a website um it is trybodylove.com they have an array of products ranging from cleansing grains to body shimmers body hair and body butters bath salt salt sugar scrubs is obviously where they started at you know you name it they got it shoot they're probably gonna go into candles pretty soon too who knows um but i do i do use this product myself as well too um does it does wonders for my hands like the the ad i posted was was funny as fuck um i got dry ass skin especially during the winter time pretty sure a lot of us black people do yo like if y'all ever see me out like, I don't know about y'all. I don't know about y'all. But when I get out of the shower, I do not moisturize. I do not throw lotion on. Because I don't, like, once I get out of the shower and I know I'm about to go to bed, I don't like wearing all that damn lotion and shit. It makes me sweat. makes me uncomfortable. I ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> I really don't. But my hands, though, um, I'll use that sugar scrub. Uh, all you do is just take a little dab. You really don't need a whole lot. And I mean, I got big hands. And I use, like... I use maybe just about the size of my my pinky nail, uh, my pinky, pinky nail, fingernail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, throw that in there, uh, warm your hands up with some warm water, not hot. Uh, you can use hot, whatever. I don't know. I, she recommends warm. Um, but, you know, lather it up like you're washing your hands. Do it for about 20, 30 seconds. Rinse it off really well. You all set. You ain't got to add no lotion. I would still add lotion if your skin is as dry as mine. But you ain't really got to add no lotion. But um, but again, if y'all want to check out their website, it is trybodylove.com. That is trybodylove.com. All right. So shout out to them. Happy Black History Month, y'all. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. That's it. All right. So if y'all want to continue to follow the podcast, Follow it on Spotify. Uh, you can also listen to it on. Um, wow, sorry y'all. I'm, I'm recording this shit on my iPad and I'm like all over the place right now. So if y'all want to continue to follow the podcast on social media, you can listen. You can follow it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Even though Twitter is still under construction, I also have a YouTube page still under construction because I'm still trying to work out some logistics with someone recording other than myself. Um, but um, we'll figure that out later. If any, if any, if any, if any of y'all are interested, who are in the who is in the Orlando area, please hit me up, and uh, we'll work something out. Um, you can also follow it on well, I said Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, 
Snap, well, no, we're not on Snapchat. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just type in Welcome to Club BBC. It's for the Instagram, uh, Club BBC on uh, Facebook. Um, you can also listen to us on Google. You can listen to us on Apple. You can also listen to us on Spotify. And obviously, you can listen to it on Anchor. So again, y'all, I encourage y'all, if you want to speak your truth, if you want to get some, if you want to get some shit off your chest, you just want to talk. Use that Anchor app, man. Anchor is completely free. Anchor is actually owned by Spotify. So, um, you know, like I said, man, it's free. They do all they do all the damn hard work for you. And you're pretty sure y'all heard it in all the ads that I, um, in in the ads that I do for pretty much a lot of episodes. I'm not gonna add an ad to this because I played music. So, um, and I think that's I don't know something along. I don't give. A fuck. Anyways, y'all get what I'm saying. But like I said, y'all. Um. At the end of this whole thing, just the lesson I ask that you take from this episode is just when you are debating with someone, if you have an opinion about something, whatever the case may be, before you say your opinion, please listen and understand from what that person or whatever that topic is and understand what it is instead of just reacting to it. Okay. Please, please. It will save you a big ass headache. It will save them a big ass headache and just won't lead to all this fucking violence and shit. And y'all stop fucking threatening Gail's uh, life, man. This shit ain't fucking worth it, bro. Like, really? Like, why why are you threatening to kill? Like, why why are you threatening her life? That's not funny, bro. That's not funny. Why are you wasting your time and energy threatening someone else's life? That's why I couldn't join the military, man. Like, I, I I can't. I can't I can't put I have a lot of anger inside of me, but I keep it under control. But I can't bring myself to just logically say, I'm gonna go kill that motherfucker. I wanna go kill, him. I'm gonna send him a death threat. I can't logically, I can't morally bring myself to do that shit. So I don't understand. I mean, granted, y'all ain't me. I ain't y'all. I don't know what the hell y'all been going through um and stuff through life. But this over some shit, over some shit like that, that's not worth it, bro. Nothing, like nothing, should be should be like that. Nothing. She's not in a position of power. She does not run this country. She, she she's a fucking news anchor or, or a fucking journalist or whatever. That's it. That's all they do is look up dirt. That's all they do. That's all they do. They tell people business. That's all they fucking do. It's their job. And they're gonna fuck up. Every journalist, every news anchor, they're going to fuck up at some point by asking a foul-ass question they ain't got no business asking. So chill the fuck out and let her do her job. According to Oprah, man, she says she is, like, not doing well at all. And y'all let mainstream media and CBS turn y'all energy to be so toxic. It's not worth it, man. It's not worth it. Listen to understand, not to react. And just remember, the media will do anything to get their numbers up. The media will do anything to make themselves look good, even if it risk, even if there's a risk in making somebody look bad. All right. So y'all chill out. Go take a shot. Go smoke some weed, whatever, if, if it's legal in your state. Hey, go on about your day. Go on about your business. Stop worrying about this shit. Stop worrying about it. Kobe wouldn't want us to act like this, man. He wouldn't. 
He would not. Now, before I head out, I do have a little joke for y'all. So I was at work. I was at work, and I'm at the vending machine. Yeah, and some of y'all saying, like, what are you doing at the vending machine? Ain't you vegan? And I say, hey, vegan-ish, okay? Vegan-ish. <laughs> vegan-ish. Today is technically the last day. Um, I did break my cleanse with food. I said, fuck it, I want Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and I went to Chick-fil-A at Friday. Um, and I definitely noticed the difference, by the way. I definitely noticed the difference between being full off of plants and being full off of... Um, chicken or animal whatever there's definitely a big difference it's a little bit more comfortable when i'm full off of vegetables and fruits and i'm just drinking water it just goes because like it, it it seems like like when you do that it doesn't feel uncomfortable and before you know it you're probably going to be hungry again or you wouldn't even know that you just digested a whole bunch of shit but when you have that meat, that shit sits inside you like, damn. And I was asking myself, damn, why the fuck did I just go to Chick-fil-A? Or why did I order so much? You know, I got, I got, oh, anytime I go to Chick-fil-A, I always get chicken sandwich and I get an eight, and I get an eight piece nugget. Cause I feel like they don't give you enough food for what you pay for. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but anyways, back to the joke. So I'm going up to the vending machine. I'll go to get Oreos. Apparently Oreos are vegan. But I don't believe that because probably there's some cross contamination somewhere in there. Um, but I go up there to get Oreos as I'm walking out. My coworker's walking in. My coworker is white, so he walks up and he's like, "Hmm, should I get watermelon or blueberry?" I forgot. I think it was blueberry or something like that. I don't know. It was one of the two flavors. I know watermelon was one of them. And I told him straight up. I said, get watermelon. It's Black History Month. And I walked out. <laughs> I like I walked out. I didn't even see his reaction. Like nothing. I just literally just did that and I just walked off. Yo, you know how you know when you live in a good when you when like when you live in a good life or when you just don't really care about a lot of things, you don't let a lot of shit get to you, when you can laugh at yourself. You'll be surprised at some of the shit that I do or say to keep myself laughing, entertained. Like it's it's so fun. It's so much fun. It keeps me mentally sane. Laughter, comedy, anything that can make me laugh, man, it just makes me, it just puts me at ease, you know? Um, but yeah, that was the funny, that was the funny of the day, I guess. We start doing that. The funny of the day. Um, and yeah, I think that is pretty much it, guys. I think that's all I got. I think that's all I got. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's all I got. All right, well, y'all take care. Mr. H is officially well, he ain't officially out yet. Remember, y'all, I am coming to Atlanta as I posted it on the Instagram page. Um, Atlanta, I will be in the city this weekend, Friday, hopefully. Um, Yeah, yeah, I will be in the city on Friday. Um, going to Clint Coley's uh, live podcast at Mother, was it Mother, uh, Mother Bar, Mama Bar, something like that. Um, and then I'm hitting up Slutty Vegan after that. I can't wait to try that Slutty Vegan shit, man, because all the shit that I'm seeing on my page, that shit looks fucking delectable, yo. 
Like, uh, and then she got this bacon out too, which I definitely gonna order when I get paid. Um, hopefully, I can pick that shit up at the damn restaurant because that motherfucker costs twenty dollars. It's ten, like, like the bacon itself is ten dollars, but it's ten dollars shipping. I'm like, damn. I wonder if I can buy that shit at the store. But either way, if I can't get it at the, if I can't get it at the spot, then I'll just order it. Big enough, big fucking deal. I'll still be supporting black business. It's crazy how fast that shit blew up, though, bro. Shit started as a food truck. And that was an actual restaurant, man. And some people be wanting to get, like, I saw, like, this, she get she does, like, a two, was it, a two-burger maximum. And, you know, she's blowing the fuck up, bro. She's, she's blowing the fuck up. She is blowing the fuck up. Podcast of the week. I got to put this on here as well, too, which I will update social media as I go on. Podcast of the week. Podcast of the day. Whichever. I kept saying I was going. I'm still here. Fuck it. I don't care. It's my podcast. Uh, Let's see. I think I already promoted Wild Black. I'm going to promote it again, but I'm pretty sure I did that on my last episode. So, this is Black History Month. Wild Black is the name of the podcast. Um, it's hosted by two people. Two people, and they have different. They have different. Um, they have different. Uh, different guests on every week. Um, and this is literally probably one of the blackest. One of the blackest podcasts I've ever heard. Man, these always be talking about spades. If you talk about black culture, like they'll ask like questions and stuff like that won't get your black car revoked, or they'll determine if your black car stays or it's gonna get revoked, or if you need to renew it. <laughs> it's it's funny, but it's also very educational, very informal. Um and they just they, they just do all this shit while being black. Literally. One of my favorite questions is what it is one of the questions that they ask um every guest is what is your favorite thing? about I think what is it like what like what's your favorite thing to do while being black I don't know something like that and it's always fascinating to me to hear all these different um answers and stuff so um they done had David Banner on there they done had uh shit who else they done had on there they had the woman the owner from Slutty Vegan that was a good episode also um if y'all want to hear that one that woman is hella smart by the way and so yeah that's why i'm black now um the other one i want to promote uh is for the ladies ladies if you want to hear something that is very informal uh informal uh, that's very formal but also informal um it's a black woman her name i feel like a fucking spider just crawled on my back <laughs> what the fuck Oh, what no damn spider! <laughs> I'm not wearing a shirt right now either, so should just fuck me up a little bit. Anyways, um, the name of the podcast. Her name um, is Demetra L. Lucas. She is a journalist and also an author as well, too. And she is fine as hell. Oh my god, she is so gorgeous. This woman's forty, forty-one years old. Boy, listen, listen black don't crack. <laughs> Black does not fucking crack people. Oh my god! But uh, the name of her podcast is Ratchet and Respectable. Um, you can listen to her on Apple Podcasts. I'm pretty sure she's on every major platform. Um, I don't think she's on Stitcher. I don't listen to Stitcher. Um, 
but um, definitely check her out, man. Um, she, it's everything basically what she says, ratchet and respectable, you know. She doesn't do a whole lot of cursing, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that she talks about is, you know, things that's going on within the black community, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's good information, you know, it's just, it's good hearing it just, it's good to hear it from another uh, perspective, especially behind um, a black woman. Um, plus, I love the sound of her voice. It's very soothing. <laughs> Let me stop. All right, y'all. Now I am going to be officially out. Y'all take care. Club BBC, not what you think. NWT podcast, Mr. H is officially out. Y'all take care. Much love. Happy Black History Month. Love you, white people. <laughs> and all everybody else. I love all y'all, too. All right. Now I'm out. Peace. What's going on, fellow VIP peeps, barbecue pit masters, and barbecue lovers all across the country and across the world? You want to check out some great barbecue sauce locally, uh, locally made in South Carolina, my home state. Check out Paulie G's barbecue sauce. It has everything that you need in a great barbecue sauce. Great flavor, acidity, spice, smoke, sweetness, all of that. All of that stuff that you need in a great barbecue sauce. Because no cookout of good, bar- no cookout of barbecue is not good without some good sauce on the side rather you cook with it or you just put it on top uh for a little bit of garnish just for a little extra bit a little extra flavor you gotta try it out go on paulieg's.com to order yours today that's p-a-u-l-i-e-g-s-b-b-q.com paulieg's barbecue.com they have three different flavors original spicy and wicked spicy which is their limited edition go check it out y'all thanks